Hello, welcome to the Hoop Collective post-game, Game 5 podcast. Joining me here is our good friend Tim Bontemps, sitting courtside at Chase Center. The Warriors... I'm the stand-in, I'm the Johnny Carson stand-in, last second well, fill-in emergency quarterback I mean, guest. I don't want to go too far behind. I love you like a brother, but you were not the scheduled guest, but that's neither here nor there. All right. you're, you're, t- you're the guest and... The scheduled guest didn't show up like the Celtics didn't show up today. The scheduled guest is a former Celtic, so maybe it's related. <laughs> um, the Warriors win a game um, 104-94. It wasn't that close. Um, to take a 3-2 lead, they're now one game away from their uh, fourth title in the last decade. A lot of times during the course of a year, you will be at a game and you'll be talking to about a game to me and you'll say, this is a weird game. And what do I always say when you say this is a weird game? There's no such thing as a weird NBA game, Tim. That's what there's you say just an every NBA. time. There's no weird games. There's just NBA That's games. That's correct. Well, I'm here to tell you that this was a weird <laughs> game. Um, as I said to you when you texted me about this during the game, if there ever was a weird NBA game, game five of the 2022 NBA Finals is a weird NBA game. I'm going to tell you two things about this game just to illustrate how weird it was. Number one, for the first time in 233 games, Steph Curry did not make a three-pointer. Not only did he not make one, he had gone 24 for 50 through the first four games, and today he went 0 for 9. Right. And he really wasn't even close to making one. Not really. Um, By the way, still over 40% for the series. That's how hot Steph was before True, that. true. Two, the Celtics missed their first 12 three-pointers in this and game. And then. And it wasn't even the longest cold streak of three-pointers missed for the game. Well, and then. The, the Celtics made their next eight. And then they made their next eight, and then later <laughs> on the Warriors missed 14 in a row. So um, this will probably go down as the Andrew Wiggins game. As good as he was in game four, um, he had the game of his life tonight. Um, also 0 of 6 on threes. The Warriors yes. won a game where they went 9 of 40 on threes. Um, 26 points, 13 rebounds. His career high was 13 rebounds. He's had 29 in the last two games. Um he had two steals, two assists, uh, an absolutely brilliant game defensively. Um, Jason Tatum was 10 of 20, but it didn't feel like it. And he played great defense when he was on him. And Wiggins provided the separation that was needed. And Clay Thompson, who has been knocking on the door of a good game, um, he's had some good periods. Clay, he had Clay, 20 points, 21 Thompson, points. Clay Thompson hit two massive threes late in the third quarter. Boston was surged ahead. Celtics finally had a good third quarter, first time in ages, first time in the series. Yeah. And he hit two massive threes when the Warriors couldn't hit a shot that kept them in the game. And then they had a big run to end the quarter, and then they blew out the Celtics to start the fourth quarter. Those two threes by Clay and Wiggins' play, that was, those two shots by Clay were massive in this game because Boston had a chance to go up you know, six, eight, ten points at the end of the third and really yeah. continue that momentum. Said it got stopped, and then the Warriors just took over from there. And then, you know, Jordan Poole hits the, the three at the buzzer of the third quarter, which is out of his fingers with a tenth of a second. Yep. And that then they go on a 10-0 run. You know, if he misses that, I know it's not that big of a difference, but the Celtics are up two going to the fourth instead of down one. Well, and think about it this way too, Brian. Two tenths of a second to go in the second quarter. I... Uh, Jordan or uh, Robert Williams commits a foul, I think on Wiggins. That's right. And then Ime Odoka gets a technical. Might have been the first quarter. Either one. I think no, it was the that, first quarter. It was the first quarter. And yeah. then 
the Warriors had a chance to make three free throws, only made one of them. So in three-tenths of a second to end two of the quarters in the game, the Celtics gave up four points. So terrible end of the first, right. terrible end of the third, even before that. That was really costly for them. Yeah. Um, so they survive a game where Steph goes 7-22 overall and 0-9-3. I mean, that's – I mean, just, just saying that, that, that the way this, this team is structured and the way this series had gone, that they could survive a game where Steph goes 7-22, 0 of 9 and not just survive it, win it going away. A giant missed opportunity. Just a gigantic missed opportunity for the Celtics. And I would say coming home, your chances, you know, Wiggins and Clay Thompson shooting well, playing well. Wiggins didn't shoot the that well. The series is coming back here Probably, Probably, but I'm just saying, like, the Celtics, this is the first time they've lost back-to-back games since late January yep. when they've played their guys. They missed. They lost a game in Toronto. In um, in March when they didn't send anybody, right? Um, but so it's the real, you know, it's the first time in like five months they've lost back-to-back games, and one of the reasons that they've that that's been true is that you know they defend and they typically are the better team, and you know you could argue that maybe they shouldn't have won both game four and game five because Steph's incredible performance, but there's no way they should have lost. Both game four and game no, five. No, it's just, I mean, look, they. what have we said time and time again about this team? When they take care of the ball, when they win the possession game, they win the game. And that comes down to them doing what they're supposed to do, right? And in both these games, they did not do what they were supposed to do. You know, Ime Adoka, Al Horford, uh, Robert Williams all got asked right at the beginning of their pressers, how did you guys come out so flat to start this game, Right. Draymond Green is flying around, wreaking havoc. Andrew Wiggins was playing great defense. Klay Thompson was up in guys. The Warriors are getting all up into the Celtics' business from the beginning of the game. The Celtics looked flat. They were totally thrown off their game. Yeah. And they had a large stretch of the, the first Warriors quarter. The Warriors played this game like it was 2-2 game five. Right. The Celtics Even played it like Curry a regular season good. game in February. Yeah. The Warriors played like their lives depended on it's it. It's crazy. This, this, this Celtics team is maddening. I, I still... I, I, I still think they're the better team. Am I crazy? No, they are. I think they are the better team because, again, it comes down to when the Celtics play the way they are supposed to. I shouldn't say supposed to. When they play the way they are capable of playing, they are clearly the better team. But I would say rather than maddening, I find them hilarious because as you go through these playoffs. You say that, but I don't think many of their fans Well, Celtics fans funny. would not be would not think it's hilarious, but I do as a neutral observer. But you look at this team and they – they can't win games after they win. They can't win two games in a row. They can't win games at home. Until this game, they had been 7-0 after losses. They were 8-3 and on the road. And even in this game, they played terribly and were still down one at the start of the fourth quarter and had right. every chance to win the game and then completely laid an egg in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, it's just they are just the most bizarre team. I, full, I, was just, I just saw Jason Glushon. Uh, the agent for Al Horford and Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and uh, Sam Hauser, I think, on the Celtics. And we were laughing. He said, this is exactly what I would expect from this team to have this kind of game today. And I said, yeah, we joked and said there's almost no way this team is going to lose on Thursday just because it's how their whole season is gone. You know, Emi Odoka has this thing where he says constantly, "This is we always make it hard on ourselves, right? That's like his favorite thing to say about this team. And they certainly have done that, giving away these two games that they very easily could have won. And now we go back to Boston with their season on the line, and we'll see if they yeah, can they, they, get out of another hole. They've played seven the last two rounds. I mean, maybe that's what's going to happen here. Um, so Jalen Brown, I, I swear, I, I don't know why he just can't 
hold the ball sometimes. It it is wild for a guy as good as he is. He just has goes through stretches where he just loses the ball all the time. Happened in the Miami series. Happened again today. And Jalen, this was a good this was a good example of a Jalen Brown game where he tries to do too much, right? Like Jalen gets in trouble when he starts trying to force things, and the Celtics couldn't get anything going to start the game. And you could see Jason kind of or Jalen kind of say, "All right, none of us are doing anything. I got to try to get us started." And when he starts playing like that and gets out of the sort of the flow, that's when things start to go haywire. And he started forcing a bunch of jumpers, missing a bunch of shots. But he and Jason Tatum both just did not. They didn't play with enough force. Tatum's line was the most deceiving line. He shot 50% from the field. He was five for nine from three. But it didn't. He certainly didn't feel like he played no. that kind of game at all. No. And so, if, so if you look at the turnovers, which you know, let's the dip. What do we say, Brian? I mean, condition green. Tatum seven or more assists. Celtics 15 or fewer turnovers. Was today condition green or condition gold? Which was it? But it was condition gold at the start of the fourth quarter. It was a one-point game, and you looked at that number, and the Celtics had 14 or 15 turnovers. Yep. And the uh, and Tatum had three assists. So it was yep. condition gold even before the run. 100%. Um, so they had 18 turnovers. Tatum had four assists. Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum combined for 13 turnovers. Just not and acceptable. You, just, you can't win that way. You just can't. You can't win that way. And, you know, another break that the, they got is that Kevon Looney, who has been so important for this team. Came in and got 3,003 minutes. He was completely neutralized. Now, Draymond Green played much better. He had of an a good overall, first half, but he was really yeah. invisible in the second half. Yeah, he had eight points, eight rebounds, six assists. It was good. Fouled out. It was good, but. And he had eight, five, and three, I think, in the first, like, 15 minutes of the game. Yeah, he didn't score in the second right. half. Um it is a here, here's another thing that why the Celtics and I don't make to make this all about the Celtics because the, we're going to talk more about Wiggins, but Robert Williams, we weren't sure how he was going to look in this game because he had retweaked his knee, looked great, flew across the the country. He said he was okay, but we didn't know. He looked terrific. He plays thirty minutes in this game. Played eighteen minutes in the second half. Had twelve at halftime. Played almost the whole third quarter. Blake Andrews, who was about to go on TV, I think, over here, was texting me at half at the end of the third quarter. She was like, is that normal that he would play the entire third quarter? And I said, well, look, the season is on the line. Right. They clearly they were on a huge run. They clearly decided they were going to ride him. But I actually just asked Robert Williams if, the, if he's feeling better as the series has gone along. Now, obviously, we were very concerned about him when he limped off at the end of game four. But he's, he has said the two days really helped me a lot. He feels like he's going to be good to go again Thursday. Well, and he, he has been Boston's best player. By a significant amount. Well, let me tell you how. Series. Let me tell you how much he's the best player. Okay, so he has ten points and eight rebounds in thirty minutes. Let me just tell you some plus minuses here for the game. Jason Tatum minus thirteen. That's a, that's uh, an accurate from by the eye test. Number. Al Horford minus nineteen. Also accurate. Jalen Brown minus nineteen. Also accurate. Marcus Smart minus nine. Also accurate. By the way, the Celtics got four bench points. They had some junk points later, but their their core guys scored four bench points. Derek Whitehead. Derek White has gone back to being shook when he shoots. Not a good sign for Boston. Derek White minus 13. Grant Williams minus 18. That's indicative of a team that got handled. Yep. Now I'm going to tell you about Robert Williams. Robert Williams played 31 minutes. I'm going to remind everybody. What was his plus minus? Plus 11. That also is accurate by the eye test. And the difference in the Celtics defense when he's not out there and when he is out there is wild. And Al Horford is not a schlub. Always not one of the best and most mobile defensive bigs in the league still at 35. So they get a game where, where Robert Williams is a he's played better, but he played very he looked very good. They get a game where 
where it's Tatum's best shooting game of the series with an asterisk, but still. Right. They, the Warriors couldn't make a three. Steph was 0 for 9. Looney was in foul trouble. I if mean, you just said all those things in a vacuum before the game, Jason Tatum's going to shoot 10 for 25 for 9 from 3. Robert Williams is going to play 31 minutes and look good. Steph's going to go 0 for 9. Looney's going to play th- 3 minutes smart. in the first Marcus half. Marcus Smart, 7 of 15, 3 of 6 on threes. 20 points. He, they had won eight games in a row when he scored 18 or more. Now they lost yep. two in a row. Like, there's all kinds. You know, we, I talk about the condition. I mean, the, the indicators that matter were bad, and the indicators that didn't matter were good. Yep. It's, I, I don't know. I mean, the Warriors are going to be getting on this plane tomorrow going, great googly moogly. We got a chance to take this damn title. Yes. And, and I don't. I mean, they've earned it. And you, listen, but. I think what you said before is um, is what I think the story of the game is, which is the Golden State Warriors, a team that has been to five previous NBA Finals, um, that has been has won three championships, has done all this stuff, came out and played this game like their lives depended on it. And the Boston Celtics, who have been this maddening, hilarious, whatever term you want to use, team that has all been all over the place, all throughout the playoffs, has been up and down, has not been able to put away teams they should beat, et cetera, et cetera, did not come out with the requisite energy and focus and effort. And that's why they lost the game. They got in a giant hole. They should have been down. We were joking at the end of the first quarter. They should have been down 20. And yeah. I thought they might bail themselves out of it because of that. They almost did. They got hot shooting from three. Right, but in the end, that's what it came down to. The Warriors came out and played this game with the requisite focus and energy, and the Celtics didn't. And that is why Golden State has a chance to close the series out in six. And we'll say this. No matter what you want to say about Andrew Wiggins' career, no matter what you want to say about him being a starter in the All-Star team, no matter what you want to say about his salary, no matter what you want to say about anything else, this was... A money on the table, chips on the table, got to play game. And Wiggins had a great game. If he does nothing else in his career, which he will, because he's still young and he's talented, his everything, if if he doesn't play another game for the Warriors after this, it would have all been worth it. Look, Ben McMahon on the pod, we talked about him going into game five, right? Ben McMahon said he was worth the money that he's being paid. And you were like, eh, I don't know. I'm loath to give our man Ben McMahon credit, as you know. However, Andrew Wiggins played 43 minutes again in an NBA Finals game, had 26 and 13. He's worth the money. And the fact that he has become a solid, dependable, above-average two-way wing player, that's why the Golden State Warriors are in the NBA Finals. Yes, I mean, that's not to take away from Steph Curry. Obviously, Klay Thompson's back. Draymond Green is back. But Andrew Wiggins becoming this kind of player for them, that was the piece they needed to get here because if it was just those three guys and the collection of guys they have around him he's, it wouldn't be enough he's somewhere in between harrison barnes and kevin durant i think no i think he's, he is harrison barnes in a positive okay. way like he's, harrison he's, barnes was a really solid yeah, he's, he's maybe slightly better than harrison barnes eh, i mean harrison barnes was really good but man. either way i don't want to argue that no but they won titles with harrison barnes i mean go back to 2015 they won a title with uh with those three guys and harrison barnes yeah. and andre Godala. that was the team Right. And, they, you know, you could argue they should have won the next year. And then, obviously, LeBron and Kyrie led, it, led the Cavs back and they won. But, right. but that was the core of the team. And Andrew Wiggins has slotted right into that role. And he has been incredible. It's really impressive. Well, I do agree with you that we're probably going to be back here in a few days. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call or click Ranger.com or just stop by. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hitch, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So who's ever up there, whether it's the roofers, Santa, birds, old-timey chimney sweeps, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish. But you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com. Sign up today. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Oh, what are you showing me? The time? Is that what you're showing no, me? No, this. Oh, uh, sorry. We're we're talking without talking. He just sent me a text. I mean, if you want to, we can't. Yeah. I, I just I think you had a great point, which is that the Golden State Warriors are a game away from the NBA championship because they have the ability to outspend everyone else. You know, Bob, so earlier this week, Zach Lowe had a story where he talked about people, the CBA talks are starting, and Zach was talking about how teams are grumbling about how the Warriors – have a three, it's a $340 million payroll. When I have heard those. the same grumbling. Yeah, so have I. And Bob Myers did not like that Zach, it wasn't about Zach, but Bob Myers pushed back on that. And he did a radio interview within the last four or five days, whatever it was. And he's like, you know, you shouldn't be penalized for paying your own guys. I mean, you know, he's saying, like, you know, we're paying Steph for 40 some million. We're playing Clay 40 some million. We're playing Draymond 20 some million. You know, you know, people shouldn't be upset for paying your own players. Be that as it may. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins is a luxury item who makes over $30 million a year. People are like, boy, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins is underrated. Well, he makes $30 million a year, and he was, he was on the all-star team. He's not underrated. Right. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, last year the team was barely in the luxury. You know, the, the Bucks were barely in the luxury tax. The, the Celtics are, like, barely below the luxury tax. The Lakers were not in the tax when they won. The Lakers were not in the Raptors tax. Raptors are when they barely won. in the tax. Raptors are barely in the tax. Like, this is... Really, the first, I mean, there have been teams that have the number one payroll win the title before. Obviously. But when the Nets did this, maybe you could say, I think even when the Cavs did it, it was not when they won. It was later, right? Well, the Cavs spent a lot of money. They, they, were, they, might, they might have been the last team that had the number one payroll that did it. But I wouldn't say the Cavs bought a title. The no. Cavs, you know, spent a lot of money, but oh, they didn't. Right. Um, and, you know, if Bob Myers was here, he would say, we're not, we didn't buy a title either. And I wouldn't say that they did. But... You don't just have to defeat the Warriors on the court. You have to defeat their checkbook. And by the way, look who's coming next year. The Los Angeles Clippers, who right. were not gonna, who were not had no chance to compete this year because Ka- uh, Ka- Kawhi Leonard was almost certainly not going to play. And they went out the trade deadline. They traded for Norm Powell, who's got $72 million left right. on his contract. They traded for uh, Robert Covington and then extended him, right? right? They added tens and tens of millions of dollars to a team that was already way into the tax right. in the future. right. To load up to be probably, if they're right. healthy, the favorites next year. Right. And, I mean, like, that doesn't explain, in essence, why the Celtics turn the ball over. I'm not saying that makes a difference. But when you look at when a- that Andrew Wiggins is out there and able to have these last two games as, 
Is he their fourth best player? Is he their third best? I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, he might have been their second best player. But either way, you look at where the Warriors are. Like, you talk about long-term ramifications of winning this championship. Golden State wins one of the next two games. You better believe that over the next six months, as we get towards this February opt-out date for both sides for the CBA, there's going to be a lot of discussions in a lot of ownership groups around the league about look at what the Golden State Warriors are doing in their cash cow of an arena we're sitting in. Where they, have it more, is, they have more money than God to spend. You know, Steve Ballmer's got more money than God to spend. The re- These teams are loading up, and we don't know yeah. if we can compete with that. And it's just an underlying thing that's going to be out there. What happened was, so the, the Warriors owners aren't as rich as Steve Ballmer. Steve Ballmer gets 800 you know, in addition to his his uh, salary, um, in addition to his stock holdings, Ballmer gets $800 million a year just from his Microsoft dividends. That's a lot of money, Brian. Microsoft dividends. That's a lot of money, million. Brian. But that's Joe Lacob and Peter Guber are not that rich, but... What they did was is that they sold off a few months ago. They sold off five percent of the team. How much was that five percent worth, Brian? Three hundred million dollars. That's a lot of money, also, Brian. Um, <laughs> most of the NBA teams in the league were purchased for less than three million dollars or three hundred million dollars when they when they were bought. Um, the Warriors, I think, were purchased for three hundred fifty million dollars, if I remember correctly. I think it was might have been a little more. Than that. It was in that realm, though. But five um, percent. So that's a five point five billion dollar valuation. It's a, a lot of money, Brian. And then about a year and a half ago, they sold portion of this arena for 200 million it's also a lot so, of money Brian. so they raised by selling off fractions of the arena they raised 500 million dollars to help cover their losses in this period and um you know every home p- finals game is probably worth and by the way like the like the clippers the past couple this year right the warriors during the pandemic last year they won 15 games they didn't make the playoffs they didn't sell pieces off. That's right. They kept Kavon Looney. They kept Andrew Wiggins. They had all this money on their books. Clay Thompson's played, hasn't played the last two years on a max deal, right? So he's coming back from this injury. Right. They extended Draymond Green. They gave Steph Curry a super max. Like they used their resources right. to their to the max. Which again, yeah, which, full credit to their ownership group for spending. Full credit to the Clippers for spending. Like if you're fans of those teams, you're like, this is great. The teams yeah, are spending money. I mean it's not it's I mean, in this exact moment as we're sitting here in the in the moments after game six, it's not like everything, but because, I, again, I still think the Celtics have the better team. Well, they, I, I mean, again, I've but, thought that the whole time. I picked them to win the series, but, and it's just they're just laughable. They're well, just a laughable team that does insane things, and I you know. just go like, how is this happening? I know your guy, Chris DeMarco, from the Warriors assistant coach, he didn't like that you picked, um, in the last round you picked Dallas to win in six, and they got up 3-0 and says, how could they he sent me a text, I think I said on the pod, and said, can the Mavericks win four games out of the next three? And I said, it took you a, a two weeks to think of that. He said, it took me longer, can the, I, which I enjoyed. So now is he going to text you? Can I mean, they, he, he knew my pick. We had a chat about it before this game. Can and, they win two he, of the next one? He, he, knew where it, uh, um, he knew where it came from. I did pick Celtics in six. I do think the Celtics are going to win game six just because the way, especially my playoffs have gone, where every series has gone as long as possible. My wife texted me at the end of the game and said, well, this is definitely going seven now. I would tend to agree. Um, by the way, I have to say, this is totally off topic, but I lived out here in my past life before I came to ESPN, wrote for the Washington Post, and my first games that I've covered here at all were in these finals, and I remember being here for the un- for the groundbreaking yeah. in this arena yeah. when Peter Goober, one of the owners of the team, along with Joe Lacob, had the dancing cranes. There, when they, there, when, there was cranes that were set to music that were moving. They were literally spinning around and dancing. I just... 
I just think about it every time I come here and go, this is, it's been a long, been well, a long five or six years. They brought the banners over and they're clearing space for one more. And we'll talk about it on the Hoop Collective pod before game six, which is Thursday. And maybe. Well, are, well, are we coming back seven? here for game seven or not? Make a yeah, prediction for I once. think so. I think we're coming back for game seven. So do I. All right, thanks for listening to Collective Pod. Thank you to Bon Temps. Thank you to Courtney, our producer here. Thank you to Jackson. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Taco Tuesday over salad? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash hoop, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash hoop now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash hoop.